What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome back to another episode of GoGTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. We are uh, back with the full crew, as they say this week. If you haven't uh, joined us ever before, I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me over there, Chris Stuber, my partner in crime. Behind the scenes, you can't see him, but he's there, James Gale, the asset. Boys, what's going on? What's going on, guys? Hope everything's going well. Hope you guys had a great show last week. Hope everyone out there in the hobby universe is doing well. Um, Major League Baseball playoffs, Rob. I think James and I are both excited about that. I was going to say congratulations to both of your teams. Yeah, Um, thanks. So you guys have some more postseason baseball to watch, so good luck. Absolutely. And uh, should be enjoyable. Plus, uh, there's some good young talent in baseball and a couple other teams that we oh, were talking yeah. about before the show started, you know, that Mr. Corbin Carroll out for the diamondbacks, yeah. a little scrappy team, as James said, mm-hmm. and then another fun team Orioles with, what is it? Sure. Gunner, Gunner, Gunner Henderson. Henderson. Yeah. Really good. So player. it's always interesting to see, you know, which of those young players rise to the top, given sure. the big stage. So. Absolutely. But happy to be back with you all. Happy to be feeling much better. Um, yeah. I actually went back to the doctor on Monday because I was oh, no. like, I, I haven't been, I've been out of antibiotics for two days and I'm still not feeling like I've turned the corner. Mm. And, but then the next day I was like, oh, interesting. If I'd waited one more day and now I'm nearly almost myself well, again. So. That's great to hear. Yes. And, um, I'm glad you had a, a nice, uh, long weekend. I did. Yeah. I yeah. went up to Philadelphia and, uh, visited some family. You uh, rang the bells. Uh, <laughs> in my head. Yes. <laughs> um, I would have loved to ring the bell, but it, you know, always cheering all my Phillies. Um, so I'm excited. It was cool to see my family and, uh, some friends and all that stuff. So that's, that's always really cool. Well, we have a Phillies themed video segment later in the program that I think you'll like that. Oh, nice. Like that. Okay. Of course. All right. Well, we do have a lot to get to. We've got hobby happening, several things as always to talk about there. Uh, three great box breaks for you this evening. A couple cool video segments and plenty of other releases to talk about in hot in the shop. Uh, but before we dive into that, uh, Chris, if you would do the honors and uh, kind of tee up our GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll question. Sure. So how many hobby boxes do you purchase per year on average? Uh, one, zero, two, one to five, six to ten, or maybe you're that ambitious, 11 or more. So let's go ahead and see what we got here, Rob. Currently, one to five per year is leading the way at 53.4%. Zero, 26.2%. Six to 10, 11.7%. And 11 or more is 8.7%. Um, that recently just changed. I saw the update on that. So it's 52.1%, one to five. Um, so interesting, not surprised. You know, there's a lot of people out there who do the hobby boxes. Personally, I'm a, I'm zero. I'm, a, I'm more of a singles man. I'm not single in real life. 
but in the hobby, <laughs> I'm single and I like to mingle. You know what I mean? So I like to go around and, and, and spread the wealth a little bit. So this bee goes from honeycomb to honeycomb to honeycomb. So that's the way I roll. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I, uh, you know, there was a time when my wife and I were first married. I, I was probably good for four hobby boxes a month, maybe one a week. And then, you know, that starts to tail off, especially when you have kids. Sure. It it seems that they suck more of that money away. Sure. Um, But nowadays, too, hobby boxes are more and more expensive than they used to be. Hobby boxes are a lot more expensive than they used to be. Um, And that's why I liked Stacey Ann's answer on Twitter. She said, it's my gift to myself. One box per month at a local card show. So that's nice. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah I am I'm I'm a probably a one to five. Okay. You know, and if I had to guess, if I had to guess James, I, I'm going to say James is a one to five guy on average as well too. You yeah, got James. That right. Yeah, James yeah. likes his hobby boxes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. I. Yeah. I. Uh, I think. But it changes I mean, every year. It's not always the same product. Or right. Sport I mean, or there, there, you know, yeah. there might be a year where, you know, I, I, I don't, but I'd say over the last three or four years, I'd say I'm, uh, I'm in that range of one to five on average. That's why I kind of threw that in there. I'm usually good for probably a couple of year anymore. Um, other years, you know, I always say that. And then Christmas rolls around and, uh, they're having all sorts of sales and I'm like, Oh sure. yeah, I can't pass that. Up. Right. For me, to, for me to buy a too. hobby box. Yeah. For yeah, me to buy a hobby Friday. box, it has to be a perfect storm for a hobby right? box. It has to be, um, just a great product. It has to have an awesome rookie class. It has to be on card autographs. There, there's a whole thing that has a, to a fit checklist that for me. <laughs> yes. If it fits that criteria, I will probably buy a box. But there's not many boxes out there that fit that entire criteria. All that criteria. Okay. Yeah. So for me, I would rather just go ahead and buy the singles. But I don't. Hey, if you are into hobby boxes, go right ahead. It's 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 great. Okay. Um, you know, some other time we'll do this poll question and we'll do it by manufacturer. Sure. If you purchase hobby boxes, what's your favorite hobby box to buy? I think I know James's. I, you know, I think there's probably a a brand or a product that Rob, you probably love every year. And James, I have an idea of what you love every year. Is that Pop Century? Yes, but I didn't find any boxes this year. Because I, I, I had cards to submit for grading and uh, other expenses. But yeah, I mean, see, that. Yeah. although there's a, there's a, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see what the new tennis is sure. like next year. The stuff they're currently rolling out is dated back to 2021 and there's only two top 50 players in it, which so... It's more of a legends set, but mm-hmm. I'm hearing that there might be something coming down the pipeline with more active current players. And so I might get into that. That's cool. what I'm excited for moving forward. You've really gotten into tennis to oh, pass. That's great. Yeah. Six months, I would say. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tennis collecting. Yes. Right. Right. What cool. about you, Rob? What's your favorite product? Um, I don't know if I have a favorite product that I go to the well towards, but um, I'm a big fan of historic autograph products. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
And since they don't do the same brand every year, that's why I couldn't answer in that format. Um, all right. So if you haven't nice. done so already, uh, please weigh in on our poll question. We will update that later in the program. And as always, to increase that sample size, hit that retweet button. If you'd be so kind, share it with your hobby family. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll table that and circle back on it. But for now, let's pivot and catch up on a bunch of news notes and nuggets from around the web in our weekly hobby happenings segment. Um, so here's a look at them. Hobby happenings. What's up, everybody? I'm coming at you from New York City. We're kicking off the first ever Tops Rip Night. Where you rip it? What's up, JT here at Foxborough. Tops Hobby Rip Night, where you rip it? What's going on, guys? Corbin Carroll here in Rip Valley, Phoenix. Excited to be here. What are you ripping? Yo, we in Beaverton, Oregon. School Henderson. Catching a vibe at Rip Night at Rip City. Where are you ripping? What up, doing Jalen Rose? We in New York City giving the people what they want. Where are you ripping? Hey, guys, this is Drake May. I'm here at Cardiacs um, in North Carolina. I'm here at Topps Hobby Rip Night. Just wondering where y'all ripping at tonight. Hey, what's up? This is Evan Longoria here in Phoenix at Rip Valley. The vibe is great. What are you ripping? Hey, guys. Armando here with Tops at Cardiacs and Apex, North Carolina, closing out the Rip Night at Cardiacs. What are you guys ripping? Well, this past Saturday, Fanatics hosted its first Tops Hobby Rip Night for sports card and memorabilia collectors at more than 300 hobby shops across 40 states. As you saw, several well-known athletes and celebrities from the world of sports and entertainment joined the festivities. The events, which included thousands of hobbyists from across the country, included pack wars, raffles, giveaways, and special merchandise, such as exclusive Tops Hobby Rip Night packs. Here's a look at some of the festivities. I got a lot of good cards. Tommy, you got a good card. I'm taking that one. I know everybody here knows that I'm an athlete, injured or not. I have my cards and I will be signing cards as well, Tom Brady. Don't tell nobody that's good. You guys want to trade with Tommy or with Ken? I'll pay Manning. I'll take that. <laughs> Wait, you want the Peyton? I want the Peyton. Well, you know you're wearing a Philly jersey. I'll give it to you. Peyton, that's for you, babe, because I love you. Uh for even more, Sports Collectors Digest has an awesome image gallery on their site. Be sure to check it out. Well, it turns out that 95 of the 2023 Bowman Chrome Baseball non-autograph superfractors were double printed. Yes, this means that there are two of each copy floating out there somewhere. As a remedy, Tops has instituted a buyback program with a dedicated website and buyback tracker. Buyback values range from a minimum of $3,000 all the way up to as high as $75,000 
for the Ethan Salas card. Hmm. I have some additional information related to this story. It seems that the total cost of the buyback program is about $700,000. Tops is doing it in wow. an effort to not devalue the superfractor, which is noble. I mean, mistakes sure. happen. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in that situation, I mean, wow, what are you going to do? Other companies might, you know, not in this industry, but if something similar happened, might have said, oh, well. Sure. But at least they're trying to remedy it. The one thing that you do need to be aware of as a collector is that this buyback program expires in March of 2024. Mm. So um, I was kind of surprised that it came with an expiration date, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they'll reconsider that or extend it if there's some sort of stipulation that something like this can only run for X period of time. I I don't know, but we'll stay tuned to that, but just be aware of that. If you know, well, the power of social falls media into Rob, your purview. Yes. So share it with your social media it's, does have a thing with it. I'm sure they will let tops know about that. <laughs> yeah. So just be aware of that up front. but yep. yeah, that was that there. It seems like Salas, uh, Salas is that a big one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 75 grand. I think there was a a, a couple at 50, 35, but it was, it was a pretty big program. I mean, $700,000 is a lot of money. Oh yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, the NFL PA's emergency relief request against Panini has been denied. Sports Collectors Daily writes, quote, the game is far from over, but Panini America picked up a big first down in its battle with the National Football League Players, Inc. over the weekend. Great writing by Rich over there at Sports Collectors Daily. And Arbiter uh, continued, denied attempts by the marketing arm of the NFL Players Association to force Panini uh, to immediately stop producing cards of its players. That keeps the door open for Panini to, at least for now, continue producing cards under the terms of its current contract that is scheduled to run through February 2026. A similar request by World Wrestling Entertainment was shut down by an arbiter last week. So like the NFLPA, WWE is also seeking to terminate its deal with Panini and move its business to Fanatics over claims that Panini didn't live up to all of the terms in the contract. Allegedly, Panini says it's not uh, only done so, however, but grown both businesses during its time as an exclusive manufacturer. Panini recently sued WWE over the issue. The arbiter's decision in the NFLPA case should be a relief to a hobby ecosystem used to seeing a flow of in-season football card products that suddenly seemed in jeopardy just as the season kicked off. In a statement provided to Sports Collectors Daily, Stuart Singer of Boys, Schiller, and Flexner, the law firm representing Panini, <coughs> excuse me, told SC Daily, quote, Panini is pleased that the NFL PA's request for emergency relief has been denied. Panini will move forward with the production 
and sale of fully licensed NFL player trading cards pursuant to the license agreement it holds, which it has and will continue to outperform in all aspects. The decision to deny the NFLPA's emergency relief, just like the WWE's denial last week, is an important win for Panini's mass retail partners, hobby stores, case breakers, and most importantly, trading card fans. Close quote. They say good help is hard to find, and one store owner recently found out how painfully true this is. Fox 9 News in Minnesota reported that a former employee of Three Star Sports Cards in Bloomington is facing charges after one of its owners discovered he had stolen eight noteworthy cards from the store, according to criminal charges. Gerard Brandon Lay, 46, of Minnetonka, is charged with one count of theft by swindle after he was allegedly caught stealing cards of various football players. According to the criminal complaint, an owner of the store told police he recently terminated Lay after suspecting he had stolen the merchandise. People suck. Oh, crime news. <laughs> happens all the time in the hobby. <laughs> Sports Collectors Daily reports that the grading train isn't slowing down anytime soon. PSA graded more than 602,000 sports cards just last month, and its competitors each saw month-over-month growth in the number of cards shipped back to collectors, auction houses, and dealers. That's according to Gemrate, which, as we know, tracks grading numbers across a variety of categories. SGC graded about 105,000 sports cards in September. CGC examined over 56,000 and Beckett more than 31,000. That's an incredible sight to see just how many more cards PSA does Mm -hmm. than the next three companies combined. Very interesting. Here's a deal with a major league appeal available in store at Lids this coming Saturday. Check out the new Lids exclusive Tops MLB collection by Mitchell and Ness. Plus, get a special Tops Chrome pack with a purchase of one of these limited edition Tops baseball card hats. I could see any of you, either of you rocking one of those out. Oh, of I course. would never wear that. That is a, a hideous and atrocious white socks hat. Uh-huh. And I would never, ever wear that. Or I would also throw my hat in the ring. <laughs> no pun intended. And hey lids. If you want to throw me one of those hats, I'll wear it with yeah, kind on of the a, show. I'll, I'll wear it wherever you want me to wear it. I'll wear it. I'll, I'll post it on social media. Uh, I'm available. My head's available for you. I mean, that Dodgers hat's nice. I mean, but that is Phillies one. Sure. The, the mustard and mustard color of the socks hat. Ugh. Come on, Rob. You yeah. know, you have a shirt that matches that. No, I don't. <laughs> Here. <laughs> um, Eric Whiteback, a.k.a. the collectibles guru on X, provided a recap to a wave of pickleball mania that hit the hobby this week. Yes. Pickleball mania. Um, the guru tells us that Netpro dropped several cards of Anna Lee Waters, including an autographed memorabilia version numbered to just 50. And that if these really are all out of stock, like the website says, the numbers are pretty much wild. Mm. 
Additionally, there are three different one-on-one cards that can only be purchased by emailing net pro cards and privately submitting an offer. So all in all, NetPro basically sold about $250,000 worth of pickleball cards in just minutes. Hmm. So we want to know, are you buying into the pickleball hype? Do you own any? Or will these cards be here today and gone tomorrow? Comment with your thoughts on Eric Whiteback's original X post. Pickleball. Hmm. Okay. Okay, Rob, how about a failed flip of the week from Alton Insights? Back in February of this year, this exquisite LeBron RPA sold for $720,000 at Heritage. The card number to 23 is a close sibling to the BGS9 example that sold for 5.2 million in 2021. If you have not been living under a rock, you know that 2021 was, well, a long time ago in a sports card galaxy far, far away. The card returned to Heritage this weekend, a mere nine months later, and sold for $468,000. That's a $252,000 loss or 35%. Ouch. And why would you sell? Wow. Oh. All right. Well, for those who may not know who Jefferson Burdick is or his impact on the hobby, we're going to help you out. It helps to know that he has been called the father of the hobby. Ever wonder why these cards are called T206s or why these are called E90s? Well, it's because Burdick is responsible for designating names and cataloging early tobacco, candy, and gum cards to make identification and set completion easier for collectors and chronicling them in the American card catalog. He also started one of the first hobby publications with his card collectors bulletin. So yeah, Burdick's work in the hobby is actually a pretty big deal. He also donated his 306,000 card collection to the New York Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City. And while working in a corner office at the museum, knowing his health was failing quickly, he finished cataloging the entire collection before passing in March of 1963. So why exactly are we talking about Jefferson Burdock? Well, it just so happens that one of my favorite people in the hobby, John Newman of the Sports Card Nation and Hobby Hotline and Hobby Quick Takes, Quick Hits, I think it is, he's everywhere, podcast made a special trip to Burdock's gravesite to pay tribute to the legendary hobby pioneer. But what John found bothered him. John wrote about his recent adventure in an article for Sports Collectors Digest uh, that was published today, where he talks about how after finding Burdick's gravestone, he knew he couldn't leave it looking like this. Anybody that knows John won't be surprised to learn that he took time out of his weekend to return to the gravesite and undertook a restoration project that resulted in this. A 
beautiful act of service for one of the greatest card collectors of all time. Well done, John. Well done. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. That just that that brought goosebumps to my arms and a smile to my face as I was reading that. I was like, I have got to share that story. That's awesome. He's not the only person I've known to make a visit to Jefferson Burdick's gravesite. It's in New York, only about 15 minutes from John's house, but uh, know someone all the way down from the D.C. area that's mm. made a journey up there for that. Wow, that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. So nice yeah, there, that's John. yep, that's great. And uh, again, thank you to Mr. Burdick for all that he left us in this hobby. All right. So that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. Right. We told you we would update that poll question. And as I hit refresh on this. You guys are always great at bumping up those numbers, but nothing much has changed in the way mm. of positioning. And I had a feeling it would be this way. One to five my, was my guess at number one, zero, number two. And then you go to the opposite end of the spectrum for the next and sitting there. And number four is six to 10. Nice. Uh, still about 50 minutes left to weigh in on that. So feel free to do so if you haven't done so already. Um, okay. So as I mentioned earlier, Chris, yes. a little Phillies related oh. video segment. Okay. So this is simply remembering that time that Matt Strahan introduced Brandon Marsh to box breaking. Cool. We'll run you through it here. Slip, just slit the plastic. A little, little harder. I don't want to get cut the, the plastic, box, man. We'll get you. Now let's put the blade away so no one gets cut. There we go. Now it should open up nice. Hey, man. There you go. I'll get better. Ooh. Oh, now. Now it sings as it opens. Yeah, it sings to you. It's like, is there gonna be another one inside no, this one? Then you need to cut, cut it again. <laughs> Me cut. and scissors aren't really a good combo. Alrighty, now what I would do is I would take the cards, tip them upside down, and then flip them back over on the table. There you oh. go. Use your there best you ones go. at the back. So this yeah. is okay, here we go. suspense. Alrighty, you got Glenn it. Glenn Otto. The Chrome Zone. You know, he throws like 94 off the bump, too. I wouldn't surprise me. That dude can he has a me. zero career oh, ERA and AAA. He, with like I've, seven innings pitch, nine punchies. Yeah, I've seen what that dude does in the infield. Hodges. Gil Hodges. Los looks, Angeles. Looks way before our time. But yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's a good follow-through swing, though. <laughs> Luis Gil. Otto. Hey. Good job on the rip. Two, two hit Whit win. Merrifield. Yeah. This dude's on the on on the base three times every game. Every game, it's <laughs> unbelievable. Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. That's a cool patch, though. Blue Jays patch. You can see there. Yeah, most definitely. Novi Marte. Novi Marte. It's a really cool patch. Booklet. 
booklet. Is it always a booklet in this? I think it might be. Oh, it's Monster, a good one. Hopefully Flipper open. Old glory. Oh, nice. Nice Cozy. That is really sick. Hey. That is that is sick. You're not bad at this. No, you're not bad at it at all. Let's go. You know, well. I, you know we're that old boy. That was fun. Nice. No marshes though. So there you go, Chris. Yeah, that's always fun. Hey, anything with Phillies, I'm all in. <laughs> and Brandon, uh, Brandon Marsh is an interesting guy. Pretty cool to see him opening up cards. And and Matt Strom. He's always into cards. He loves cards, and we know what he does with card life. So that's really, really cool. It is cool. All right. Let's take a look at uh, other products that are hot in the shop this week, in addition to the premier WNBA Prism and black NFL football that we looked at. And we kick it off with a, another configuration of Mosaic NFL football. This, the no huddle edition. You get one no huddle exclusive autograph card, three silver parallels, 10 no huddle mosaics and five inserts in that break. There's 12 packs in a box and 12 cards in a pack. So that rounds out mosaic trifecta in mosaic, uh, no huddle. And what's the other one? A choice choice. There you go. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. All good? Or am I up? (laughs) (laughs) In stores now. Sorry. There we go. Sorry about that. Uh, Okay, next up is 2023 Leaf Vivid Football Cards. It's like I wasn't on last week or something. I have no idea. Delivers five autograph cards in every box. Introducing football fans to one of Leaf's newest and popular brands, which is sure to captivate the imagination of football card collectors worldwide. Leaf Vivid Football brings bright and beautiful color, as well as artistry to the gridiron. With an amazing selection of football rookies, stars, and all-time greats, Vivid provides a variety of inserts, including dual and triple signatures, to make Vivid Football even more spectacular. Every card, now every card, will be serial numbered to 10 or less. Uh, that's excluding the Jim Brown legacy autographs. So, but Jim Brown legacy autographs yeah, right. are in this product. So that makes it even more special. Uh, hunt for a variety of inserts, including dual and triple signatures. Be on the lookout for the highly popular Anime Nation autographs, which are fantastic and truly, truly, really cool. Only found in Viva Football and Chase on card autographs of the late. Great Jim Brown. Check out the checklist on GoGTS Live, GoGTS.net, I should say, and uh, check it out this week. Leaf Vivid Football, really cool product. Last autographs Jim Brown signed. Yeah, right. It's really cool to have. New from Leaf Football, uh, a repack product, football edition called Leaf Solo Packs. So you get one premium buyback card. Look for big hits with great value from three different sports releasing in various stages. This week marks the release of football. Premium hits can include everything from autographs, vintage cards, rookies, premium memorabilia, rare parallels, and much more. You can also check this out uh, in future uh, iterations for baseball and basketball. But this week, it's football solo packs from Leaf. 
Nice. 2023 Upper Deck Professional Fighters League Trading Cards Bot Set delivers one complete 25-card base set and five parallels in uh, every box set. Collect the official licensed Professional Fighters League Trading Card Set. Chase rare gold autographs numbered to only 25 and black parallels, which are the one-of-ones, and are randomly inserted. Uh, look for gold parallels, three, uh, three in every box. Uh, new blue parallels, number two, eight ninety-nine. Green parallels, ninety, number to ninety-nine. Black one of ones. Uh, base set red autograph parallels are one in every seven box sets on average. Base set gold autograph parallels are number to twenty-five, and also the new base set black autos again, one of ones. Check it out this week. The PFL box set. Nice. Uh, one of the powerhouses of the Upper Deck Marvel trading card portfolio releases this week in the form of Marvel Premiere, where you're going to get one booklet, three panel, four panel, or five by seven oversized sketch card in every box, plus a base set character inspired sketch card, plus two serial numbered or foil base set parallel cards and one classic art shadow box SP or SSP card in every Marvel premiere 10. This is a product we've had the good pleasure of looking at in the past. I, I did not get a shipment notification on this. So upper deck, mm. I really, really hope we get a box for next week. Cause we love this product. <laughs> um, cause it's, it's absolutely stellar and beautiful and loaded with big, big, big time value. Oh yeah. Um, in addition to the 50 card, all new original art base set, which are all numbered by the way, there's five tiers of base set parallels, blue deco, red deco, gold, purple spectrum foil and black one of ones discover sp and ssp versions of the breakout insert search for shadow box cards with replicated pieces of classic art paired with a marvel heroes character and there's also sp and ssp versions of those as well the checklist is up on gogts.net for your perusing pleasure and it is in stores and app breakers this week. 2023 Cardsmiths Currency Trading Cards Series 2 delivers two hollow foil cards and one iced foil parallel in every box. Following the success of Series 1, this new collection builds on your currency trading card portfolio with a rich selection of content. Um, a 60-card base set. This all-new trading card set features original artwork by many of the acclaimed artists from Series 1, as well as new talent who have lent their vision to the vast world of finance. This comprehensive collection highlights many of the leading figures, places, currencies, and technology that played an influential role in the establishing the global economy as it exists today. Look for rainbow hollow foil parallels, crystal sparkle hollow foils, Ice foil parallels, gemstone refractors, which sound really nice. They're one in every 10 packs. You also have orange burl, green emerald, garnet, purple amethyst, ruby red, aquamarine gold, sapphire, and black onyx parallels. And also the meta rare refractor, which is one in every 96 packs. Um, 
So look for randomly inserted redemption codes in Series 2 packs that awards fortunate finders with various amounts of uh, cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum, uh, Litecoin, Dogecoin. Some of the codes are even redeemable for an entire Bitcoin. So we pulled, real, we pulled we pulled a, a crypto last year. We did. Um, what was it? That was a was that a Bitcoin that we pulled last was year? It, a, it was a Bitcoin. It was a part a partial Bitcoin. Yeah. Did we ever find out? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're one in every ninety six packs. So which is like uh, a a case, I think. Yeah, which sounds about yeah. So you get um, well, you know, you get two packs in a box. So and you get forty-eight boxes in a case. So yeah, so we're talking one in one in every case. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. I actually reached out to the manufacturer of this uh, box. Didn't get here in time for opening mm. tonight's show, but that just means you guys have something to look forward to next sure. year. We'll, or uh, not next year, next week, uh, we'll open a box of series two. That'd be fun. And that's a look at what's hot in. Ah, shop. Nice. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. All right. We're going to put Chris to work pulling winners for tonight's program. Again, every winner also gets a three-card pack of Craniacs uh, from Ira Friedman and Joe Simcoe releasing at the end of the month. And while Chris is doing that, you guys got to check out this funny story about a bet between NASCAR's Kurt Busch and team owner Michael Jordan. Watch this, and we'll be back to announce tonight's winners. Rumor, yeah, yeah. rumor has it there's a rookie card floating around. Can we tell that story? Sure. Yeah. Oh, we can. Yeah. Oh my God, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> in an undisclosed location, there is a signed Michael Jordan rookie card in this guy's possession. No. Please mm. tell the story of how you got it. What? Okay. So I signed on with 2311 to race their car and you have to sign the preseason paperwork yeah. and the Daytona 500 entry blank. So when the entry blank, like literally it's not a docky sign, it's a handwritten yeah. signature. And I go to sign it on the driver line and I look at the owner line. I would have thought it would have been a team president, Denny's name. Right. It's Michael Jordan's signature across the owner, on, the owner line. And I went, ding, light bulb went off in my head. I can get him MJ rookie card, and I'll come up with a plan to get him to sign it. Because he signed this entry blank. Because MJ doesn't put a signature. He can't. He doesn't sign things. Hardly like doesn't sign. Not things. even a blue moon type status. No. Like landing on wow. the moon status. Yeah. So the plan that I got, I called my Vegas guy. That's a huge card collector. I go find me an MJ rookie card. He goes, give me two days. Guy calls back. And he says, you got to send cash. I'm like, all right. How much? He goes, just send me this deposit. I'm like, oh, boy. What did I get myself into? Was it six figures? I can't tell you that. Okay. Because <laughs> I told you I'd have to kill you. Okay. <laughs> After the show. <laughs> so I get the card, and he, I, I told him I was gonna, I having the chance to get it signed. Take it out of the case that it's in. Oh, mm. it was graded. So the, car is grade, the card is graded as an 8 out of 10. Okay. He says, you don't want a 9 or a 10. You want to get a 7 or an 8 signed. I got you the best uh -huh. one that I think you should get signed. Okay. So I've got it now just in a nice sleeve and a couple other envelopes. And I take it to Daytona. Here's my game plan. Okay. And I asked Denny, team owner, I go, hey, 
I have this plan, have MJ sign this card. I want to give it to him because his birthday was the Daytona 500 weekend. Give it to him as a birthday gift. Of course, he's not going to take it, right? But have him sign it, and then when we win together, I get it back. He goes, I don't know if he'll go for it. He barely even signed a pair of shoes for my mom. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's my plan, Denny. So it's MJ's birthday. It's after the qualifying races. He's over there, quintessential MJ with a cigar that's tequila. and tequila. And we go over there after the race to say hi, sing happy birthday. And I go, MJ, I got you something. And I hand him the, this little brown paper bag. And he's like, you don't have to give me anything. He unwraps it, goes through it, and looks at it. He goes, damn, you, pre- you paid a pretty penny for this, didn't you? Wow. And I go, oh, I got you something else. Sharpie. And I pulled out an autograph pen. <laughs> yeah. The one of the, the blue, like, primary autograph uh-huh. pens. Like the ones that yes. Panini gives yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And, and I said, if you sign that, you keep it, you hold on to it. But when we win together, I get it back. And he goes, I'm going to get you a good one. And I heard him mumble it. I'm like, what? A good signature. Yeah. Mm. Oh. We win Kansas about four or five months later. The card shows up. I have the card. I send it back to my Vegas guy. Now there's a lot of trust moving here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I send it back to my Vegas guy. Oh, you got guy. a stick of gold in the mail. Oh, my God. Did you insure it? So, of course. Oh. Of course. And he asked for the last bit of cash, and we get it back rated from the card company. Did that guy shit his pants when he saw it? At all. He's like, I don't know how you pulled this off. <laughs> and I says, I can't ever tell you. If I told you, I'd uh-huh. tell you. Uh-huh. Got the card rated, and it's an eight still. Yeah. But it's a 10 signature. Let's go. Oh, my god! Yeah, but MJ, when he, when he said, man, you paid a pretty penny, he goes, how much did you pay for it, actually, after I got the card back? Mm-hmm. And I said, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. And he goes, very <laughs> good. That. Keep it that way. <laughs> so I have an MJ okay. rookie card wow. in my safe. Yeah. Yeah. That's worth two claps. But I am going to get the entry blank one day, the actual original one. I've asked the team for it. Yeah. And get it framed next to the card and have the legend of the the, the Card behind the it. legend cool. of the Kurt, card. You are my hero. Uh, it worked that out pretty cool. Amazing. But we had to win. To, uh, we had to win to get you, it. You, you held up your end of the That's deal. Right. Did man, you you earned that thing. All right, uh, Chris. I know needs a f- couple more minutes. We'll uh, hit that poll question one more time. Still in first place with over fifty percent. One point one to five boxes per month. And let's see, it's a little hard for me to read. I don't have it full screen right now. Over 160 something people weighing in. So, yeah, so one to five a year on average. That constitutes about 50% of our audience. All right. And then um, next week, James, it's long overdue. Why don't you tell the audience? Yes. So um, we will be doing a Twitch stream next week. It has been a very long time since we have done one, uh, a Twitch subscriber only stream. I am moving this weekend, so we want to test out my internet connection at my new place and the whole new setup and work out any kinks. So we will be doing that on Tuesday. Mm. Right, Rob? That's That day works for you? Yep, that works for me. Great. Um, we don't have an exact time just yet, but uh, Rob and I will figure that out between now and Monday. And we'll have a, uh, a promo tweet go out and 
yeah, so remember to be subscribed on Twitch because what we do is we'll open some boxes or a box or whatever Rob has in his closet. And, uh, the magic closet. In the magic closet. And we open up the boxes just like we did tonight. But the, the people that are eligible to win are our Twitch subscribers. And, and you don't have to be present to win. You don't have Twitch to be present. Subscriber exclusive right. breaks. Yep. We'll draw. Usually we wait to make sure that the people who subscribe during that treat that stream come in and are on the subscriber list. That usually takes 10 minutes. Send Rob the subscriber list, and then he draws randomly from that list, and he will post a, tw a, a pinned tweet with the winners. So, yeah, even if you aren't there to watch, uh, you still have a chance to win. Nicely done, sir. All right. Yes, we will be back with a brand new episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies web show next week. We will also be bringing you a Twitch subscriber exclusive tr stream and box break. So if you haven't done so already, subscribe on Twitch. If you're an Amazon Prime um, member and haven't subscribed to a Twitch channel, you get a free Twitch subscription. So you could use it to subscribe to us. I'm just saying. And um, that's going to do it for us, though, here at GoGTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. We'll do it all over again next week. But in the meantime, you know what to be doing, right? Hasn't been that long. Always be collecting. Have a great weekend, everybody. Good night.